The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. There's horrifying news for the French because Italian cheese has topped a poll for the best cheese in the world. So they looked at the top 10 cheeses. Um, no single French cheese made anywhere in the top 10. Parmesan came in uh, number one. Uh, Burrata, number two. Gran Padano was third. So a one, two and three for the Italians. And uh, the first French cheese was in at number 13. So we asked... Finn Bardieri, who's head of retail at Sheridan's Cheese, to come in with a selection so that we get a hands-on experience of what these cheeses are actually like. But we also invited Manuela Spinelli, who is former interpreter for Giovanni uh, Trapattoni. She now runs Eurotuck Ireland, a community of chefs. And because, of course, Manuela is a proud Italian, we thought it only fair to give her the opportunity to gloat and be <laughs> triumphalist. Great news, Manuela. You must be very proud of your nation. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Any opportunity to, um, you know, have a bit of a tip-top with the French is always great. For them to come in 13th, though, is a bit shocking, isn't it? It's, it's, it's shocking, but it's funny. So, <laughs> to be honest, I was checking the, um, the feeds for, uh, on the Italian Twitter and it's, it's, it's mostly about winding up the French rather than <laughs> talking about what Seems cheese fair. is made yep. the top 10, to be honest. Um, we can't do it with rugby, so we do it with cheese. Now, of course, Italian cheese, I am no cheese expert, but Italian cheese, as I understand it, is regional. So there are different cheeses in different areas. Yeah. Wh- a, yeah, which absolutely. bit of Italy is your homeland? And therefore, which cheese does that make you a fan of? Yeah. So I am from uh, Lombardia, which is up up in the north, Milan, the Milan region, uh, or the region in which Milan is. And uh, actually, two of the... That gives you Parmesan, doesn't it? Two of the top ten are from Lombardia. No, Grana Padano is from Lombardia. Parmigiano is also produced, but it's, it's um, not ascribed to Lombardia as, as a region. But uh, Parmi, uh, Grana Padano is from Lombardia and Gorgonzola is from Lombardia. And Gorgonzola, I think, must be my favourite cheese. Uh, Where did Gorgonzola come on the list? Can you remember? Gorgonzola is second, I believe. Is it second? Uh, on the no, Burrata is second. No, Burrata is second. Uh, Gorgon, Parmigiano first, Burrata second. I think Gorgonzola was in uh, the top 10, if I remember well. Yeah, at 10, actually. At 10, rounding Gorgonzola. at the top 10. Yeah. That's not bad. So four in the top. So the one thing that remind me is Burrata is some form of stuffed mozzarella. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Me, uh, I wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it's soft, but but yes, it's it's much softer, and it's um, basically when you cut through burrata, it kind of it opens and it's um, kind of like melts in in the plate. You know, it it opens up and the the juicy softer cheese kind of comes out. It's like it's like butter. Hence the name, burro, burrata. Burro means butter in Italy, in Italian. You'd be glad to know that as, as you are talking, Manuela, Finbar Deary from Sheridan's is sort of nod, nodding sagely in agreement with your oh, assessment good. and description <laughs> of these cheeses. Yes. Finbar, were you surprised to see the, the Italians do so well? Uh, I think um, 
Well, I feel like I'm stepping into the lion's den here. Uh, this could be a career destroying uh, conversation. Uh, these things are always interesting and you have to look at who's involved in them and who's voting and this and that. But I suppose the value in these is that it kind of highlights some really cool products around the world and maybe isn't going for the typical ones. So it's drawing people's attention. What to he's saying, Manuela, is that really the French are better and that you got lucky in this poll. No, yeah, I'm... well, it doesn't matter how you win. The important is to win. <laughs> okay, I respect this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's uh, the Trapatoni I mean, exposure coming I, through. I, I, <laughs> I love, I love French cheese, by the way. But you know, it's national pride, so we'll mm. we'll just play along with having won this one. <laughs> well, on the topic of national pride, how do we do in these kind of things, Fimber? How are our Irish cheeses generated, regardless of this one poll? But how do we compete? Yeah, I was going to say everyone's face will be red when people realise that it's in fact Irish cheese that is the best in the world. Now you're talking. Um, so exactly. what you're talking about here, and I suppose you touched on it earlier when you asked what region uh, we're talking about. So I think region might be more important than nation when it comes to cheese. You know, there's different reigns, different traditions, different cultures. They all make different things. Um, Irish cheese making is much younger than Italian or French cheese making. You're comparing um, something, you know, that is centuries old against our tradition of farmhouse cheese making. Only really began in the 70s. You know, it kind of vanished. We have a long tradition of industrial cheese production, but in terms of farmhouse cheese production, it was only the late 70s that really got going. Why did we not make cheese before that? Um, well, it's back to the good old famine, isn't it? Um, there was various changes through Irish agriculture focus kind of on export. We started growing potatoes. We started growing for export of butter in particular. And cheese making kind of diminished. It was a bit of a domestic thing, but it was never industrialised. So throughout our history, we focused on co-ops and we made some amazing large production cheeses. Really, really good quality. There's nothing wrong with them. In fact, some of them are particularly good. But it was only around then that people started to think about this idea of local food or artisan food, that sort of thing. And you see products starting to appear then. But I would have thought, given our history of uh, being a dairy and being a very lactose tolerant nation, that cheese would have been intrinsic in that, no? So historically, kind of back in Gaelic times, cheese was one of the main features of the diet. You have the bon via, so the white meats or kind of white foods. Um, that was part of a tradition that vanished. There was no record of it. So we don't really know what those cheeses were like. We can make a good guess and we can compare them to some Scottish cheeses or maybe Icelandic cheeses or something. But that initial tradition, which is very, very deeply rooted and went on for centuries, did totally vanish. So there was a break in it, but people are taken up the mantle again. But since the 70s, we have shown ourselves to be skilled cheesemakers, you're going to say. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean... It's well known the quality of Irish dairy and one of the cheeses we have here to try is possibly... Yes, there's a few you have. So what are the ones the that best you've, example you've three of this. samplers? What are these? Yeah, I thought we'd be kind of controversial. We have an Italian, a French and we have an Irish as well for measure. So I think the best place to start if you'd like to taste now, oh, we're yeah, going to start right. with the Comte. So you see this one, it has a rind on both ends and a lovely ivory sort of pale middle. Yeah. So just taste it from the middle and what you'll get is not a strong cheese but very, very aromatic, sweet, kind of hay flavours. There's a good pint of Czech Pilsner left over from Movies and Booze over there. Should I be (laughs) combining as we go? I wouldn't discourage you. There's uh, certainly certainly a merit to it. So this cheese is made in the Jura region of France. So that's right over on the east. Uh, Made really high up in the mountains and it's the product of centuries of tradition. It's very heavily protected and can only be made there, kind of like your champagne from Champagne. Um, it was little crunchy bits. Yeah, absolutely. So sometimes people think that's salt. It's not salt. People get concerned about salt levels. It's proteins that solidify as it ages. Gives a lovely crunchy texture, kind of slightly savoury. 
But for me, that is one of the great regional cheeses. Um, and if I had to do my top 10 cheeses in the world, uh, if not in first place, that would be coming very, very close to the Better top. Better than Grand Padano? Um, very different to Grana Padano I'd say oh, such a diplomat <laughs> well we sell this one we don't sell Grana Padano so yeah it is better <laughs> it's Grano Padano rather than Grana Padano Grana yeah. Manuela how's our pronunciation are we alright yeah, yeah you're doing good okay. by the way my favourite cheese is not on the list either or it's down the list somewhere down the list what's so, your favourite there you Taleggio the what? one of my favourite is Taleggio Gorgonzola and then Taleggio you know what I'm talking about, Finbar? Yeah. Finbar's looking very happy for some reason. You'll be delighted but because on the plate in front of us is a lovely section <laughs> of beautifully ripened Taleggio. <laughs> uh, I completely agree oh, with you. That's brilliant. Yeah. So uh, very happy. We, can I try this? Oh, you pronounce it again for me? Taleggio. Taleggio. Okay. I might be corrected here. Yeah, I, I, actually, yeah. yeah. Why am I asking no, you to pronounce no, no, it? Perfect. Is it okay? Okay, so... so Taleggio is what we call a washed rind cheese and we've done a bit of a funny mm-hmm. one with this and this might be sacrilegious. This is a project we're working on in Sheridan's. We like to play mm-hmm. with things sometimes. So we get the Taleggio mm-hmm. over but we can never get it over maybe at the level of ripeness that sometimes you'd find it in Italy because it doesn't travel well. So uh, Mark Booker is our um, cheese age or our affineur in our warehouse and he's been washing that with Irish brandy, just really gently to bring it along. So it doesn't change the flavour too much, but it just helps maintain the rind the way they'd age it in Italy and brings it to that lovely, smooth, sticky consistency. And you'll get just a tiny whiff of the brandy at the end of it. This is like the Homer Simpson joke about I want your most expensive food stuffed with your second most expensive food. <laughs> you bring this in and wash it in brandy. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, in terms of margin, it might be a bit of a mad idea, but it's fun and it's delicious. So You're this- right about the delicious. Manuela, you're dead right. This is, it's, it, it has a, an almost it's a bitterness to it. Oh, it's gorgeous. Mm. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, and if you make a risotto with it, mm, yeah, yeah. delicious. Absolutely. Is that not heresy? Are you allowed to cook with very fancy cheese, Manuela? Yeah, you are. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, right. you totally are. But actually, when I go home, like I'm going to Italy tomorrow, and when I go home, I actually bring Irish cheeses. To Italy? So, yeah. Do people welcome them? Of course. Well, my family does. I've been in Ireland 30 years, and I always bring Irish cheese home. Which ones? Um, well, I'm now, I now have an obsession for Kylemore. Mm. Um, but I do like, I like it. Cashel, you know, I like blue cheeses. I I love uh, like goat cheeses as well, like Santola, you know, very traditional. Um, but I like. We're I, also I mean, manufacturing Italian cheeses now, aren't we? I was saying we're we're now manufacturing Italian cheese in Ireland as well, aren't we? There's McCroom we has a buffalo herd, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. So there's a few producers of buffalo cheese now. Buffalo, predictably, water buffalo, love Ireland. Um, they get on very, very well in this climate. Not so. a bit chilly for them, no? No, no, they just love the... Well, down in Cork, you get that lovely Gulf Stream kind of temperate... Oh, okay, we don't start with Cork having better weather. <laughs> <laughs> so. Temperate air, but uh, they do very well. Um, but we sometimes go to various cheese events around Europe. There's a very big one on Bra in Piemonte, um, the Slow Food Cheese Festival. And the Irish cheeses always go down an absolute bomb. On the subject of which, the last that you have on this plate is Irish. What is it? This is, um, I'll say one of my favourites at the moment, so I don't get in too much trouble. Um, this it's gooey. Cool. Oh no, that's your Taleggio again. Oh, sorry. Okay. So if you go to this guy, right. quite yellow with a rind on one end, that is your Coolatin cheddar. So people can get a bit eye-rolly when it comes to cheddar because... Um, 
sometimes you don't see the beauty of what's right in front of you. This is a remarkable farmhouse style cheddar made with raw milk on the Carlo Wicklow border. And I think there's so much going on. It's fruity, it's savoury, it's long. It's not overblown. It's not too powerful, but there's but a lot of But it has that mature flavor. kind of catch in the back of the toe. Absolutely. And little crunchy bits as well. What do you say about protein? Yeah, so, well, it's protein in Comte. It kind of depends on the type of cheese. Sometimes it's calcium as well. So just various things sort of solidify as the cheese loses moisture. Where do you learn all of this? Not you personally, because obviously it's your job, but if somebody wants to understand what they're looking for in cheese, is there any way to... or Yeah, come in come into any of the Sheridan's shops and see us. We're happy to let you taste any of the cheeses that are there. Our staff are knowledgeable. And if they don't know the answer, they'll find out anyway. They are, Manuela. Before you get on the plane for Italy, go visit Sheridan's and, and load up with Irish I, stock. Uh, yeah, no, no. I, it's a shop I know very well. Manuela, thanks very much for coming on and uh, have a nice time Thank visiting home. Me. That is Manuela Spinelli there, of course, who is a former interpreter but now running Eurotalk uh, Ireland. And thanks as well uh, to Finbar Deary for bringing both his expertise and delicious cheese with him. Finbar, uh, head of retail at Sheridan's. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.